This is Cliff Mass, and welcome to my weather podcast. Each week, I talk about current weather, provide a forecast for the weekend and beyond, and give you more details about an interesting weather phenomenon. It's Friday, July 8th, and let's talk about the weather forecast. Two things that you should keep in mind before I discuss the upcoming weather are the following. First, we have experienced one of the coolest, cloudiest springs in a number of years. And this has been due to a persistent area of low pressure or troughing just offshore. I mean, it has been a pretty abysmal spring and very early summer. Second, we are now in the period of the year, middle July, where climatologically the Northwest rapidly becomes very dry. In, fr- in fact, one of the driest locations in the whole nation. So it is an amazing climate, climate anomaly or whatever you want to call it. The fact we go from roughly 20% chance of rain in the end of June to 7 8% by the, by the end of July. Extraordinary. Now, our weather during the next week will combine both of these factors. We'll have a few warm periods, uh, some periods cool and normal, but there'll be very little or no rain. Now, today, Friday, is a mix of clouds and sun, or it will be a mix of clouds and sun, with a few random sprinkles in the morning. The highs in the west will get into the low 70s, and low 90s will be found all around the Columbia Basin. Now, this weekend, there'll be more weak troughs of low pressure that will be influencing our region. But I don't expect any rain. Uh, The temperatures will be in the mid-70s in the west and the low to mid-90s in the east. This is very typical weather for this time of the year. Now, things change on Monday and Tuesday a ridge of high pressure will develop west of and over the northwest. And that's going to result in substantial warming as air sinks and warms by compression over us. The western Washington lowlands will zoom into the lower to maybe mid-80s on Monday and Tuesday, while the Willamette Valley, which is more isolated from the cooling effects of the ocean will surge into the 90s, so much warmer in Portland than Seattle. Temperatures in eastern Washington under this ridge will be even warmer, with the lower elevations in the Columbia Basin getting up well above 100, so 103, 104, even 105. Now, this warming due to the ridge will not last because a trough of lower pressure will move towards our region later on Tuesday. And that is going to initiate what is called an onshore push of marine air that will push into our region later Tuesday afternoon and Tuesday evening. So it'll hit the west. Uh, It'll take a while to get to the east. As a result of this onshore push uh, late on Tuesday, temperatures on Wednesday will be back into the 70s west of the Cascade Crest and low clouds will probably engulf the region, particularly from the Cascade Crest to the west. 
and I expect the temperatures in the western lowlands to stay in the 70s for the remainder of the week. Uh, certainly, certainly uh, warmer in the eastern side of the state. And I do expect it to stay dry. The bottom line of the forecast, near normal temperatures and dry for most of the, most of the period, with only Monday and Tuesday providing a temporary period of substantially above normal warmth. Thanks for listening. Weather doesn't end with the forecast. Now let's talk about the special weather topic of the week. This week I received several complaints about the humidity, particularly on Tuesday and Wednesday. Folks groused about sweating and a sticky feeling in the air. I noted the, noted the humidity as well. The reason why it felt so sticky was that an important measure of amount of water vapor in the atmosphere, the amount of moisture in the air, the dew point, was the highest it's been all spring and early summer at several western Washington locations, in some places as high as 60 degrees. So what is this dew point, and why is it related to moisture in the air, and why do we care? Air always has some water vapor, but generally not enough to produce 100% relative humidity, something we called saturation. The amount of water vapor air can hold depends on temperature. Warm air can hold more water vapor than cool air. Now, if you start with air that is not saturated, relative humidity is less than 100%, and you cool that air, the air can hold less and less water vapor as it's cooled. If you cool it down enough, the air can just hold the water vapor it started with. And in that case, the air is saturated, the relative humidity is 100%, and the temperature you cooled it down to is called the dew point temperature. Now, air that is very dry needs to be cooled down a lot to get saturation. So dew point temperatures are low when the air is dry. You have to cool the air a lot to get saturation. But if air has a lot of water vapor, then it doesn't need to be cooled so much. The dew point temperature is high. Here in Seattle, the summer dew points typically don't get above the lower to mid 50s uh, during the summer. And when the dew points get to around 60, and particularly the lower 60s, the air starts to feel sticky and we start to sweat more. Why are we sweaty with high dew points? Well, why do we sweat? We sweat to cool. That's our body's main way of cooling down. We evaporate water off our skin. And once the air becomes saturated, our ability to cool by evaporation, sweating, ends. So the higher the dew point, that means it's much, much harder for us to sweat. For, for more of a temperature range, for higher temperatures, the air becomes saturated and so we can't sweat, and so we feel warmer. Now, let's be honest. Northwesterners are humidity wimps. It is very rare for dew points to get above the lower 60s around here. Why is that the case? Because of the cool waters of the Pacific. Uh, the Pacific Ocean around here generally doesn't get above 50 degrees, or not much, maybe lower 50s. Because the waters are cool, it can't put much water vapor, much moisture into the air. And because of that, our dew points tend to be relatively low. 
In contrast, folks in the eastern United States often experience dew points in the upper 60s and 70s, occasionally lower 80s. Why? The very warm Gulf of Mexico, which can be as high as the, as the 90s. So high dew points there, you know, you know, it's very easy for the air to be saturated. And so evaporation is not very effective. Finally, why were the dew points so high this week in Western Washington? Why did we have so much water in the air? A few reasons. We've had this persistent troughing or low pressure off our coast. And such low pressure offshore is associated with subtly flow, flow from the south at low levels that passes over lots of water. And coming from the south, the air is relatively warm. And so it's able to pick up a lot of water vapor. Also, because of the low pressure, the waters are much warmer than normal along the coast. Now, generally, we have cold water along the west coast, really quite cold water, and that's caused by upwelling of cool water from below. That's forced by northerly winds that are in turn associated with high pressure. But the high pressure offshore was rare this year. So for these reasons, uh, the amount of moisture in the air was unusually high this week. But the good news is I don't see this pattern repeating itself to quite the same extent during the next week. So I expect the two points to be lower. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Feel free to send me your questions or any topics you would like me to cover. This podcast will be available every Friday morning on my blog and major podcast platforms. If you would like to support this podcast, feel free to use the Patreon link on my blog. See you next time.